Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I would not look to the U.S. Constitution if I were drafting a constitution in the year 2012. I might look at the Constitution of South Africa. That was a, a deliberate attempt to have a fundamental instrument of government that embraced basic human rights, had an independent judiciary. It's, it, it really is, uh, I think, a, a great uh, piece of work that was done. Welcome to the Savage Nation. Uh, as you will expect, as you would expect, I am going to be speaking about the radical record of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I've talked about her since I began a radio in 94. I will begin by saying what I said in 1994 about this communist, Bolshevik, Leninist, whatever you want to call her. She was chief counsel for the ACLU at the time of her appointment to the Supreme Court. By every current definition, by every current standard, she was unqualified to have even been appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court. Let me put it to you in another context. Let us say a right-wing president goes to the Ku Klux Klan and says, we're going to use your chief counsel uh, to put on the Supreme Court. You'd say, that's crazy. He's too extremist, which he would be. And that would be the end of it. Then why would they have permitted an extremist like this to have even run on that campaign, meaning being put forward, and she was appointed 98 to 2. She was put forward by Orrin Hatch of Utah, who I've never forgiven for this. Welcome to the Savage Nation. Now, I'm not going to attack her personally because I don't know her personally. But I am going to look at her radical, radical record that is of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She is the modern godmother of Bolshevism. She is sort of Bernie Sanders' guide to Leninism. If occasional cortex had had a grandmother, it would have been Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If Bernie Sanders' mother was political, she would have been Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And she became sort of a cult leader to the American far left. Why? Why would this woman have become a cult leader to the American left? Well, because of her extremist views. That's why. Now, if you think this is just hyperbole, you are wrong, because I have all of her positions going back uh, many, many years, and you'll have to decide for yourself if you agree with some of them. Shall I throw some of them out at you right now? Ginsburg called for reducing the age of consent for sexual acts to people who are less than 12 years old. This is on page 102 of her 230-page book called Sex Bias in the U.S. Code, published in 1977 by the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. She wrote that, that the age of consent for sexual acts should be reduced to people who are less than 12 years old. Is that what you want for America? She wrote that the Mann Act, M-A-N-N, -N, that's ironic, by the way, which punishes those who engage in interstate sex traffic of women and girls is offensive. She said that those who engage in interstate sex traffic of women and girls should be considered within the zone of privacy. So every, I'm giving you two now, just two to start with. Just two. Every one of our positions is so out of the ken of America, the average American, the American tradition, that you must know what they are. So today we will discuss the real Ruth Ginsburg, as well as Supreme Court packing, how it was tried by FDR and even his own party voted it out. But it has not stopped Eric Holder, Nadler and the other extremists calling for increasing the Supreme Court num number to 15. Remember, FDR tried this and he was shot down by his own party. I don't know if you know about court packing, but we will do it. Now, for those of you who can only listen to the show for a few minutes, or you tune in later because you're at work or you're doing other things, to hear this entire show, all of my past shows for the past two years, and future shows 
All you got to do is go to my podcast. It's as simple as that. So how do you get the Michael Savage podcast? It's simple. You can either go to Siri and say, find Michael Savage podcast. Or you can go to michaelsavage.com, which is much easier, which will link you to many sites, Apple, Spotify, you name it. And this is the best way to hear all of my entire shows for the last couple of years, which I've been you know, putting on podcasts only for two years. My current show today, current shows, and future shows, you go to find the Michael Savage podcast. It's that simple. We'll tell you more about it as time goes on. But that is where most people are going today to get entire radio shows because they can listen to it on demand, turn it off and on when they want, and they're not uh, time sensitive. You don't have to listen to it a certain time. So I want to talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg because it's the most important topic there is. And why is the media overlooking Ginsburg's real legal record? Notice I say legal record. Why is the media overlooking Ginsburg's real legal record? Because they don't want you to know how extremist this icon was. Reducing the age of consent for sexual acts to people who are less than 12 years old? Reducing it? Are you kidding me? She wrote other things that you must know that you should understand. She said that laws against bigamists persons cohabiting with more than one woman and women cohabiting with a bigamist are unconstitutional meaning if it feels good do it meaning she believed if it feels good do it or why not do it in the road ginsburg was sex um let us say sex very interested in sexual issues let's put it to you that way she was like the Dr. Ruth of the Supreme Court. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a funny remark. Her name is Ruth, but she was sort of the Dr. Ruth of the Supreme Court. Everything had to be sexual. Everything went back to sex, gender identity, etc. Now, we're living in crazy times. We all admit that. Depends on which side of the aisle you're on to say what's crazy. But one of the craziest things I've ever seen are the nutcases who say that words like he, she, him, her, his and hers should be eliminated and thrown down the well. You no longer should say he, she, him, her, his, and hers. They should be replaced by he slash she, her slash him, and hers slash his. So she wanted to rewrite language. In other words, if you have a cat and it's a male cat, well, you know it's a male cat, so you call him him. Come here, Tommy. If it's a female cat, you say come here, whatever you call your cat. My dog's Teddy. He's a boy. I call him Teddy. I say he's a beautiful dog. She wants the grammar replaced. She said that federal statutes must use the bad grammar of plural constructions to avoid third-person singular pronouns. See if you can follow that. Stupid she wasn't. But devious? I've never seen anything like this mind. Ginsburg listed hundreds of sexist words, quote-unquote, that must be eliminated from all statutes. Among words that this cult leader found offensive were the following. Now, I'm trying to speak not just to my audience, my normal audience, but I'm trying to speak to reasonable Democrats of a certain stripe who actually can still think. Do you find these words offensive? Now, let's say you're a Democrat and you're raising children. I don't care if you're a Democrat and you're not raising children because you're a different breed. You don't understand the world unless you have a child of your own. I'm going to tell you right now. And you could, you could write that down and take it to the bank. Unless you have children of your own that you are raising, you can't understand half of what's going on in this world and the damage that's being done by the American left. So Ruthie Ginsburg listed hundreds of, quote, sexist words that must be eliminated from all statutes. You want to hear the words? These are words that Ruthie found offensive. Man, woman, man-made, mankind, husband, wife, mother, Father, sister, brother, son, daughter, serviceman, longshoreman, postmaster, watchman, seamanship, and to man, meaning a vessel, to man a vessel. Those are from pages 15 and 16 of her 238-page book called Sex Bias in the U.S. Code, published in 1977 by the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. She is quoted. And by the way, I get all of this from the great Phyllis Schlafly, who looked into the extremist record of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Phyllis died in 2016. 
she did us a great service by doing the research. There are other things that Ruthie did that do not <clears throat> warrant what they are doing with her. Uh, do you know that um, her body will lie in repose at the Supreme Court this week with public viewing despite the coronavirus pandemic? Crying liberals will be allowed to go up and throw themselves on the casket. Ginsburg's casket will be on public view Wednesday and Thursday under, under the portico at the top of the court's iconic steps in front of the building. Public viewing is expected to last from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Wednesday and 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday. Could you imagine the circus that's going to go on with the crying, shrieking madness? Wait, it gets even worse. Are you ready for more? In addition, the cult leader's body will also lie in state Friday in Statuary Hall at the Capitol, and at a private ceremony will be held there too. So said House Speaker, the beauty parlor killer, Nancy Pelosi. Chief Justice William Howard Taft, who then became president, is the only other justice to be accorded the honor of lying in state at the Capitol. The only other one. Lying in state is something that you would expect in a communist nation. Stalin lied in state in a glass casket. Lenin was in a glass casket, and the masses were required to march by it and cry. It gets even more embarrassing, frankly, ladies and gentlemen, to show you the dangerous times you're living in. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who did everything she could to undermine the military, and I will read you some of her writings on this, will be buried next week at Arlington National Cemetery, where our war heroes are interred, next to her husband, the radical lawyer, Martin Ginsburg in a private service. Now, I want to remind you of something because I know an awful lot about this. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, we are told about her religion over and over again, like it's something that we have to know about. Suddenly, we have to know about her religion. Well, I want to remind you of something. A religious Jewish person is normally buried within 24 hours, by the way. Now, we know she wasn't a religious Jewish person. We don't even know if she practiced her religion. I think she was very much like a Reformed Jew for whom a religion is politics, by and large. And that is why she was not buried within 24 hours. That is why the Dems should be ashamed of themselves to use her body like this. Now, it is, oh, I'm running out of time. It is true that Trump said he would not appoint anyone to the uh, Supreme Court, or a nominee, that is, until she was buried. So now they're going to drag this out for how long? Months? Will they ship the casket around the country? It's sad to see how political the Democrats really are. Again, if you've missed any uh, part of my opening monologue, and many of you don't tune in until I've started it or it's over and then you tune out, then you try to catch the show later. To hear every word of this entire show and all of my shows going back two years on my podcasts, past shows, current shows, future shows, just go to the Savage Michael Savage podcast. That's all. Just find the Michael Savage podcast wherever it's found. It's found everywhere. Apple, Spotify, you name it. I don't remember all of them. They're all great sites. This is where it's at. This is where I'm at. We'll also talk about court packing. I'm open for calls on the Savage Nation. We are discussing the real Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Supreme Court packing today on the Savage Nation. Savage. If a medical emergency arises, are you prepared? Everyone says, oh, it'll never happen to me. But it can when you least expect it. Take it from me, I know for a fact. It hits you when you least expect it. Now, what if you're traveling? Well, in a medical emergency, Air Medcare Network providers can transport you or a family member to the nearest hospital. And if you're a member, you'll see no out-of-pocket costs related to your flight. You heard me. That's right. You won't pay a dime when transported by an AMCN provider. You should know, health insurance may not cover the full cost of emergency medical transport. And even with comprehensive coverage, you could still get hit with substantial deductibles and co-pays. Sign up for an Air Medcare Network membership now. AMCN is the largest air ambulance membership network with more than 3 million members, including me. It costs as little as $85 for your entire household and protects you whether you're at home or traveling. Let me ask you, for $85, can you afford not to have this, especially in, the, in this time? Right now, as part of the Savage Nation, 
you'll get up to fifty. You'll get up to a fifty dollar gift card when you join AMCN. Just go to the special URL, airmedcarenetwork.com slash savage and use code savage. Let me say it again. Airmedcarenetwork.com slash savage, code savage. Airmedcarenetwork.com slash savage, enter code savage. Have you become a victim of the timeshare trap? You think there's no way out? Well... Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has helped over 35,000 families out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares, and they may be able to help you too. Listen, if your timeshare agreement goes on forever, if you were told timeshares are a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up, you need to get the facts about timeshare cancellation. For over 10 years, Wesley Financial Group has been dedicated to helping folks get out of a lifetime of debt by canceling their timeshares. So they created a free timeshare exit information kit that reveals how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. To get your free timeshare exit information kit, simply go to iCancelTimeshare.com. That's iCancelTimeshare.com. I'll say it one more time, iCancelTimeshare.com. Thank you very much. I cancel timeshare.com. People ask me sometimes, when when do you think it will be enough? When will it will there be enough women on the court? And my answer is when there are nine. Okay, so when there are nine women on the court, she said that's when it will be enough. But she's not an extremist, you understand, to Nancy Pelosi. She's a reasonable Jewish grandmother. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the modern godmother of Bolshevism, a sort of Bernie Sanders guy to Leninism, if you want to put it that way. She was the most extremist of all choices that I know of in my lifetime for the Supreme Court. I could live with a decent liberal. I have all of my life, a reasonable, rational liberal who does not legislate from the court wonderful but she thought that the courts should legislate do you understand the difference i want to remind you right now that two republican turncoats have already said they will not vote on trump's appointment or nominee rather to the supreme court and uh, they are known as neocons or rhinos and in our fight for america my new book I write this, let's not forget that the conservative base is not enough for Donald Trump. He won in 2016 by getting votes from significant numbers of independent voters, even people who voted for Obama in 2012. And I said we must be on our guard against turncoats in the Republican Party. I warned about them in my 2017 book, Trump's War, and nothing has changed. They are still there like termites trying to rot the Republican Party from within. Our battle to extricate them from the tree of liberty continues. I like the writing because I wrote it. And the words resonate with me today as I read them to you. And it is why you need to read them as well from our fight for America. But why is Ginsburg being turned into an icon? Why is the media overlooking Ginsburg's real life record? I mean, it's a rhetorical question. When you have a Schmendrick like Jimmy Kimmel last night, when he made an embarrassment of the human race, of what he did at the the Emmy Awards, setting the basket on fire, having some guy threaten him over and over again, verbally intimidate him to say Black Lives Matter over and over again. During a, It was almost something out of communist China, a public humiliation of Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel's an embarrassment not only to the word comedian, but to the word manhood. There's no man there and there's no hood there. I used to joke that he's a knish with eyes. I compared him to the name Jonas Schimmel. Jonas Schimmel's is a knish joint, if I remember, near Katz's Deli in New York. But at least the knish is a knish. This guy Kimmel isn't even a human being or a full human being. How did he get where he is? Answer. Anyone who's a far-left servant gets as far as you can imagine in radio, television, media, you name it. Savage. Okay, you know I'm a car guy. You know I've had a Hellcat. 
And with the ever-increasing numbers of cars like Dodge, BMW, and Volkswagen, and models like the Hellcat, X3, and Jetta, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. We all know that. I'm a car guy, and I'm telling you why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while a counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com right in your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts in a chain store or new car dealership when you could do it at home on your own computer? Now, you may not know this, but chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and reliably low they are. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible, rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Does not require this. You could just do it yourself. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Just go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet sets. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. But best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write SAVAGE in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. That's S-A-V-A-G-E. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Don't stand online in an auto parts store and wait for the hostile clerk to get back to you. Go to rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock auto. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. I would describe my view of the Constitution as very much in line with Justice Thurgood Marshall's view. When the Constitution was 200 years old, there were celebrations across the land. And Justice Marshall said, I celebrate not the Constitution that was published in 1787, but what the Constitution has become over two centuries of sometimes turbulent existence of the United States. In other words, she is smarter than the founding fathers. She likes a revised constitution, revised by her and Bernie Sanders' great-grandmother. She wants to legislate from the bench. She wasn't happy enough to be a justice. And when she went to Egypt in 2012, it's on Memory TV, M-E-M-R-I TV out of Egypt. When the Egyptians were trying to craft the Constitution, she said, look to the constitutions of South Africa, not the U.S. Constitution. The woman was a diehard internationalist. She had contempt for America and Americans. And she was not someone to revere. She is the modern godmother of Bolshevism. All of the vile things that we hear out of the mouths of occasional cortex, the anti-American stuff. All of the insanity that we hear on the college campuses to eliminate words such as man, woman, he, him, her. All of this craziness came from this very intelligent, very, very devious human being. And I have to go back to the beginning. Please let me do it again because you're gonna forget where I'm coming from. I'm very consistent. If I'm nothing, I'm very consistent in my views. That's one thing you're gonna find about me. For those of you who have been devout followers of my show since 1994, and there are some of you, quite a few of you, many of you, 
I've been very consistent in my views. I haven't changed them. I coined the phrase borders, language, culture. Ginsburg stood against borders. She wanted open borders. She didn't believe in the English language as the supreme language, the glue for the nation. She believed in a polyglot tower of Babel. And for her, culture meant anything but America. That's all I can say to you. She was with the ACLU in 1992 or 94 when she was appointed, which immediately should have disqualified her for consideration, given that they are an extremist left-wing organization. Now, what if someone from an extremist right-wing group had been nominated by the Republicans? You would have heard an outcry from the media, and rightly so, saying this court cannot be, cannot tolerate an extremist like this. And yet, why was she ushered in 98 to 2 by Republicans? The answer is simple. The answer is blowing in the wind. The same mentality of the fake Republicans that is undermining Trump right now, undermining borders, language, and culture right now, the same rhinos in mentality existed then as exists now. There is no Republican Party in essence. Just a group of individuals, self-serving individuals, who call themselves Republicans because they live in conservative districts, but their own politics are anything but conservative. As I've said to you numerous times on The Savage Nation, a bird needs two wings to fly, both a left wing and a right wing. This country has been ruled by the left for so long that it's flying in a circle, a leftward circle. She was the lodestone of that leftward flight. That is why she is revered by the know-nothings in the media. She says the Constitution was not written for all people. Not written for all people? Again? You know, I'll tell you where this is going. If the illegitimate left gets their way, they will not only eliminate the Electoral College. Let's go to Armageddon here. President Harris, because Biden is not the candidate, he's the front man. The dark, shadowy people behind the San Francisco political machine that gave us Feinstein and Pelosi, etc. That machine, that powerful, great equivalent of Tammany Hall that has destroyed the state of California is behind Harris. The other day it slipped up when she said President Harris herself. Then dummy Joe Biden slipped up and said, when President Harris, blah, blah, blah. So they're already signaling it's going to be President Harris. If God forbid Trump loses, as imperfect as he is, he is all we have between us and a total meltdown of this nation. Do you have any idea what the left has in mind? They would eliminate not only the Electoral College. Mark my words. They will move to eliminate voting altogether. You can listen to me carefully. I know how they think. I know exactly what they think. The day will come, and you're going to remember this man, Michael Savage, said it to you, that some left-wing politician who is normally respected will say that the vote was created by white men for white men, only for white men. It disenfranchises minorities. Therefore, we should eliminate the vote. You give them an inch, they will take a yard. Give them an arm, they will take a leg. Give them a finger, they will take the body politic. That is why, again, I have to refer you back to our book, Our Fight for America. I call it our book because I wrote it for you. It is my legacy to you. You're all searching for answers. Was the American lockdown really necessary to defeat COVID-19? Most of us know it wasn't. It was a politically motivated strategy to harm President Trump's re-election chances to a great extent. Does the death of George Floyd really represent a systemic problem with American police? Or really, isn't it the left exploiting the tragedy for political purposes? Of course it is. Do you know that those vermin in Portland, in the midst of the, of the state being on fire, were still rioting in Portland last night? They have to be put down like the feral dogs that they are. These are not protesters. These are radical communists burning the city down. The state is burning. Do you know, that how, many, do you know how many fires were started in Oregon along the... The highway, the main corridor running through Oregon. Is it Highway 5? You know how many firebugs were caught setting fires, but you didn't see that on the equivalent of the Jimmy Kimmel News Hour, which is CNN and MSNBC. 
If Jimmy Kimmel were a newsman, he'd be Rachel, Rachel Maddow in a, in a pair of pants. To him, it's all a joke. Do you think they really know what they're talking about? Why don't they ever show you who the firebugs were who were caught in Oregon? Why don't they ever show you the full story of the people who were shot by police? What the police have to put up with? How many lives are risked and ruined in every police call, especially domestic violence calls? I know cops. The most dangerous of all calls are the domestic violence calls. The mother calls and says, my son is, is nuts. He's off his meds. He has a knife. He's threatening me. The police come. The son comes running out with a knife. The cop says, drop the knife. Guy doesn't drop the knife. Cop shoots him. What happens? The left-wing radicals go berserk and riot, burn, and loot. Did the Jimmy Kimmel of the news group show you what the man was doing with the knife? No. They said the cop was a racist white man killing a poor black man who was innocent. The country will burn to the ground unless the news people are called out on the carpet. But that's a topic for another show. It's not a topic for today's show. The godmother of all of this insanity, in many ways, is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was the cleverest of all of them. Now, there's an interesting side story. Why was she so friendly? Why was, was it Alito? Is that was his name? The one who died on, in, on the border town uh, house of ill repute, getting a massage with a pillow over his face. The, ex, the ex-chief justice of the Supreme Court, Samuel Alito, was found dead with a pillow over his face. Wrong? I'm sorry. Pardon me, Mr. Alito. It's Mr. Scalia. Pardon me. Sorry, sir. Mr. Scalia, the former Supreme Court, the leader of Supreme Court, was found dead in a seedy motel on the Mexican-Tex-Mex border. He was not buried. He was cremated immediately to cover up any investigation. Did you know that? Now, why was he friendly with Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Everyone asks me that. Well, I don't know. I don't know what there, you know, it comes to mind, don't you, since I have a novelist's mind? Movies, tapes, videos. But that's getting away from the point. I want to stick to the facts today. I'm only going to stick to the actual facts of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and how leftist radical she has been from before she was put on the Supreme Court. She hated the U.S. Constitution. She hated our borders. She hated our language. She hated our institutions. And yet she did it in such a, you know, her voice itself is eerie. Robert, play one of her eerie sound bites. Listen to her voice. It's a cut through you. that an employer could refuse to cover contraceptives meant that women would have to take care of that for themselves or the men who cared. Contraceptive protection is something that every woman must have access to to control her own destiny. Do you hear the voice? Like a bumbling grandmother. You understand how this gets through the consciousness of impressionable young women and the type that go hysterical in cars? Did you see the one that's all over the internet of the woke leftist woman screaming into her camera in her car? It's millions of hits. She's screaming, why did you die now? Why didn't you die before? Why didn't you leave me? Crazy. Holy f- you guys, I'm driving in a car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Could this year get any worse? Ruth, you just had to make it to 2021. You hear this votes. Now, my day bug house. My day, she's tranquilized on Thorazine and put into Creedmoor in a straitjacket until they can straighten her out with something else. Uh, but no, she votes. She's probably a professor of uh, constitutional law at Barnard. This is the Savage Nation to hear this entire show right from the beginning to the end. And my past shows the last couple of years that have all been made into podcasts. And my future shows, you go to the Michael Savage podcast. It's that simple. Now, many of you don't even know how to get on a podcast. You listen on the radio, and I get that. We'll explain it as time goes on because that is important for you to know how to get this whole show, my past shows, uh, on the uh, Savage Nation. You go to the podcast. It's easy. I'll be back. Savage. Middle East on the brink. North Korea on the brink. 
Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Holy f- sh- you guys! I'm driving in a car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died! Could this year get any f- this votes. Ruth, you just this had votes. to make it to 2021. This is real. This, ah! is real. this is a woke girl in her own car screaming hysterically because Ruth Bader Ginsburg died before 2021. Now, if you're listening to this show, do you find these words offensive? Man, woman, man-made, mankind, husband, wife, mother, father, sister, brother, son, daughter, serviceman, longshoreman, postmaster, watchman seamanship and to man a vessel do do these words offend you they offended ruth Bader ginsburg see pages 15 and 16 from her 230 page book called sex bias in the u.s code published in 1977 by the u.s commission on civil rights this woman ruth Bader ginsburg was the modern grandmother of bolshevism she was like a cult leader to so many people like that girl in the car. If it ain't woke, it ain't broke. Extremist views from top to bottom. Now, if you're holding to call, and I know many of you are, please hold on to the next hour. I promise I will get to you in the next hour. If you've missed any of my genius today, the entire show will be heard on the podcast. And if you missed any of my earlier podcasts going back two years, you can get them all on Michael Savage Podcast, the Michael Savage Podcast. It's that simple. Liberals try to make a federal case out of Justice Roberts' membership in the Federalist Society, but Ginsburg was the chief counsel for the ACLU. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Fans of the spoken word, welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I take my cue from the preamble to the Constitution, which reads, We the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect union. Who were we the people in 1787? You would not be among we the people. African Americans would not be among the people. The women weren't there. African Americans weren't there. Even white men who owned no property. 
Now, let me remind you of something, ladies and gentlemen. This extremist, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, is the modern godmother of Bolshevism. She wanted to do away not only with the U.S. Constitution, but with, <clears throat> with America as we know it itself. And let me remind you of something else. This constant overuse of race, race, race by the left is meant for one reason only, and that is to divide and conquer. I want to remind you that race itself is objective. What does it tell you about a person's character? Nothing. What does race tell you about a person's beliefs? Nothing. What does race tell you about a person's past behavior? Nothing. And yet the left makes it the be-all and end-all of a person's identity. I shouldn't have to tell you this, but white supremacy has a definition. But to a Ruth Bader Ginsburg, all white men, except communists, were white supremacists. She is the godmother of all of the hatred that has permeated the universities. White supremacy has a definition, as I point out in page 66 of our fight for America. The chapter is actually called Hijacking Martin Luther King's Dream, incidentally. In a white supremacist society, there are laws on the books that grant privileges to white people that are denied to others. There are laws on the books that prohibit members of other races from doing things white people are allowed to do. That is a white supremacist society. South Africa under apartheid was a white supremacist society. The old Jim Crow South was white supremacist in effect, even though they tried to hide that with the separate but equal nonsense. America today is not a white supremacist country. These riots are part of the normal course of business for the Marxist Leninist brigades of whom, of whom I must tell you, by the way, this comes from page 66 of uh, Our Fight for America, the most important book you're going to be able to read before the election and give to a friend. Let's go to Ginsburg. Where did they get these ideas to hate America, to hate the Constitution, to hate our borders, to hate our language, to hate our culture? They got it from people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I got to remind you again, it's so important you hear me. You must hear me, please. Liberals tried to make a federal case out of Justice Roberts' membership in the Federalist Society. That's what they did. But Ruth Bader Ginsburg had been the general counsel for the American Civil Liberties Union when she was nominated, which, unlike the Federalist Society, litigates to bring about far-left, even radical goals. Ginsburg was a litigator. Ginsburg believes that judges should legislate, which is the opposite of the whole meaning of the courts. Object of the courts is to interpret, not to legislate. This woman wanted to legislate from the bench. She is what is wrong with so much of the thinking in this country today. She was like a cult leader. Her extremist views are seen as normal today because of the psychos who don't even know what she stood for and what she stood, stood against. I know a Jewish person who quit his Jewish temple Friday night. He submitted his resignation from a temple he'd been a member of. Why? Because during the holiest night of the year, or one of the holiest nights of the year, the era of Rosh Hashanah, the eve of Rosh Hashanah, in the midst of the eulogies and the prayer sessions, rather, the liberal rabbi got up and started to talk about how great Ruth Bader Ginsburg was. My friend was so offended that his religion had been hijacked by the American left rabbinics, that he submitted his resignation to the temple. He said, I will never set foot in that place again. He said, I joined this house of worship to talk to God, not to hear about politics. I wanted a place, a refuge from politics in this time. And yet this rabbi had the nerve to eulogize Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the middle of a Rosh Hashanah service. Well, my friends, we're living in very, very sick, crazy, evil times. And again, I want to take your calls. I promised you I would. Phone number is 855-407-282. Let's begin with Larry in San Francisco. Larry, welcome to the program. Go ahead, please. Thank you, doctor. I'm surprised that you haven't taken it one step further. You just last Friday told her that if you didn't, if you were Jewish, on the holiest day of the year, and you didn't get your life right with God, he wouldn't write your name in the book of life for the next year. And at sunset, 
in Washington, it wasn't sunset here yet, but at sunset in Washington, D.C., God didn't write Ruth Bader Ginsburg's name down anymore. And I, mm. it, I took it. I'm not a, I'm not a Jewish. Well, wait, wait, but wait, I, I got to back. Sorry, I got to back you up on this. People die all the time. People are born and die all the time. So I can't say God punished her. You're, you're implying that God punished her. Well, I'm implying that God sent me a signal. You had said that if you don't get your life right with God, he won't put your name in the book of life. Now, I'm not a Jewish person, but it resonates. Well, my, I understand, my, my friend, but at some point, all of us go to the next world, don't we? No, but the point is... It doesn't mean we're being punished by God because we, we, we died. So I don't know that I would jump to that. I hear you, and it's very beautiful to hear how carefully you listen to the show. But I don't believe God punished her by not writing her into the book of life for fifty-seven for the year 5781. Um, I believe this woman was dying for quite a while from pancreatic cancer, uh, from which nobody survives, by the way. I, I believe there's no survival or very minimal survival with pancreatic cancer. Any normal human being would have resigned from the Supreme Court. She was debilitated for at least two years. She sounded it. She acted it. And yet she hung on there. Why? Because she's an activist. And that to me is the crime, is the activism in the face of her own health. But I really appreciate what you're saying, but I don't agree with it. It's that simple. California, Kate, line three, you're on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Hi, Dr. Savage. I just wanted to call and first thank you for your writings and your show. I uh, started listening right at the beginning of quarantine, so I kind of had an interesting perspective. And um, I wanted to say I just bought your book this last weekend. Just beautiful, out. beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. H how old are you, Kate? Are you a younger woman? I am. I'm 22, sir. And I hear you're a little nervous, right? Yeah. <laughs> And that's okay. Listen to me. You know, before I was in talk radio, I would listen to it. And sometimes I would call. Do you know my voice shook out of fear? Kate, it's, it's not easy talking to a lot of people. So I want to thank you very much for listening and for going out. What happened when you went in the bookstore, Kate? Well, I was pleasantly surprised to see they, your book was on the front table, at least. Unfortunately, there's only five copies, now four. <laughs> well, th thank God you whittled it down to four. <laughs> right. Kate, that's very sweet. How did you become a conservative at your age? Because most of the young ladies in your age bracket are super left wing. How did you become what you are politically? Yeah. Yeah, it is a, huh? it is a strange time. It, it is a strange no, but, time. But who woke you, <laughs> who unwoke you to become awakened to reality? Well, my boyfriend had a strong role, and honestly, you did as well, sir. I mean, I, I stayed pretty political my teenage years, and just recently, uh, the beginning of quarantine, really, I started to start to pay attention. I figured, you know, it's election year. I want to know something this year, and mm. here I am. <laughs> well, again, all I can say is thank you. And, Kate, I'm going to send you a free copy of Our Fight for America. Stay on the line, and you can give it to your boyfriend's mother-in-law. Or that would be your mother. <laughs> I don't, who's ever undecided in the election. But again, I, I want to go back to something here. I want to read you some titles of my podcast just for the last month. And I got to tell you again, the numbers are very high. The downloads are super high. So last one was why Trump is up among Hispanics, plus the meaning of Rosh Hashanah. Before that, what America was like in the 50s. Come back, America. Wherever the new Dem ideology has been tried, millions have died. I'm giving you podcast titles. Truth and History, special episode on COVIDism and communism. Can we save America? Will Pelosi's Blowergate blow over? Freud's Death Wish, Biden, BLM's Plan for America, Riot. See, my titles, it's funny. I have to entitle every show, which is like writing a book title. It's not easy. The guys and I work it out every day after the show because I don't actually know where it's going to go that day. And you can find all the titles by going to my podcast list. And the beauty of a podcast, and this never was existent a few years ago, is you can download a show from a year ago, a year and a half ago that looks interesting. At your leisure, you can listen for 5, 10, 15 minutes. How do you get a podcast? You just go to the Michael Savage podcast. It's that simple. Wherever podcasts are found, bingo, end of story.
Phone number is 855-407-282. Trump and Ginsburg. Now, I have known very successful people in my life. I have known very unsuccessful people in my life. I have known abject failures in my life. They're not evil. Some people fail no matter how hard they try. For many years, I considered myself, I, I used to compare myself to a wildcatter who kept hitting empty wells. No matter what well I dug, no matter how deep I drilled, it came up empty. And I didn't know what the curse was. No one could have accused me of not working hard. No matter what I did, it came up empty. But I never stopped trying and I never stopped praying. And then one day I almost gave up and I went out on my deck and I looked to the mountain and I begged God. I didn't pray to him. At that point, I begged him, begged him to give me a living, begged him. And I found out something happened. And I got to tell you again, God hears your prayers, but he knows when you're mumbling it and when you really mean it. Look, it's going to trigger in me something I want to say now, not to do with me at all. Years ago, I talked about a Jewish gangster. He was on this show. He's since passed away. I remember writing about him in God, Faith, and Reason. He was a hardcore guy. This guy was one of the, he was at Corcoran for I don't know how many years. He's been shot. He was shot eight, ten times. He was stabbed. He never died. I forget his name. He was an amazingly hard, tough man, but evil. He said he was evil. He said he was an evil criminal. And then he said only when he was almost dead in a hospital, in a prison, when he was dying of, I forget it was, sepsis. And he broke. He said, I bro God broke me. Only when he said that did I understand what he was saying. He said, God broke me. And when God broke me, he said, that's when the healing began. It's an amazing story. It's a story for all time and for all men in all places. It's a story for me. It's a story for you. I remember reading about it, that I had him on the show, and I wrote about him in God, Faith, and Reason. I'm giving you an example of stuff that I would love to be able to divert to and talk about right now today instead of Ruth Betty Ginsburg. If I were doing this as a straight podcast, Jim, you know what I would be doing. I'd pick up God, Faith, and Reason. I'd start reading about the Jewish gangster on the Savage Nation. I'd, it'd be, take me 10, 12, 15 minutes, which would lead to some other idea, another story. Then another story, no, no interruption of my, my brain flow. That is what I think I'm going to be doing. But I do it anyway, in a different way. And you can get it all on the Michael Savage podcast. And the minute I take my break, I will come back and take additional calls right here on the Savage Nation. Savage. People ask me sometimes, when... When do you think it will be enough? When will it, will there be enough women on the court? And my answer is, when there are nine. She wasn't an extremist. She just said, when there'll be enough women on the court is when there's nine of them. That's not an extremist viewpoint to Nancy Pelosi. To Nancy Pelosi, when will there be enough women in Congress when there are no uh, men? That's all. No, not an extremism. Nah. Now they're into court packing like FDR tried in the 30s and his own party voted it down as unconstitutional they're about to they're going to try that wait till you see that now she should have been buried within 24 hours but since she was not a religious jew i guess the rules don't apply so now they're gonna she's gonna be in state first in the hall of uh, the supreme court then in congress till friday you're listening to this because Trump said, and he shouldn't have said it, that he won't appoint anyone until she's buried, so they're dragging it out. Let me tell you something. They will not be able to bury her until next Tuesday, at least, because they can't bury her on the Sabbath, the Jewish Sabbath, which is Saturday. Next Sunday is the eve of Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year. And Monday is Yom Kippur, so they can't bury her then. The earliest she could possibly be buried will be next Tuesday. This will give Trump less and less time to nominate the next person to the Supreme Court. This is shameful. It's shocking. Now, all this stuff about wokeness that we have now comes from her. She wanted to eliminate words like he, she, him, her, mother, father, sister, brother, son, daughter, serviceman, longshoreman, postmaster, watchman. You think I'm making it up, right? You're wrong. 
It's from her 230-page book called Sex Bias in the U.S. Code, published in 1977 by the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. She wanted these phrases removed from our language. She wanted to rewrite our language the way all communists do. So you hear jokes like, a wake is not woke. Well, I made that up. Uh, but a wake is not woke. Jewish people don't have wakes. The Irish have all the fun. Eat and drink around the corpse. I, I always never understood it, but I kind of liked it. You get to drink beer. You have Irish whiskey. You have some corned beef, some cabbage. What's wrong with a wake? Well, Jews don't have wakes. A wake is not woke. A bloke is not woke. A joke is not woke. A stroke is not woke. I'm giving you some examples of what woke means. But a death is a serious time. And for them to have brought up her death in synagogue over the weekend was injecting politics into a house of worship. I know a man who left his temple. He submitted a resignation. I'm getting callers from people who say that even in an orthodox synagogue, rabbis eulogize this woman in the midst of a Rosh Hashanah service. This is horrible. Savage. It is the Savage Nation. So Ginsburg wrote that the Mann Act, ironically, M-A-N-N, which punishes those who engage in interstate sex traffic of women and girls, is offensive. She said such acts should be considered within the zone of privacy. Now, she's held up as a, you know, a goddess for women's rights. And yet, if you actually look at Ginsburg's real radical legal record, you might be fine. You'd find really, really weird stuff. She listed hundreds of sexist words that must be eliminated, words she found offensive. Man, woman, man-made, mankind, husband, wife, mother, father, sister, brother, son, daughter, serviceman, longshoreman, postmaster, watchman, seamanship. She was one of the four horse people of the apocalypse. I don't say horsemen because out of respect for her, I no longer say the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I say the four horse people of the apocalypse. They would be Ginsburg, Soros, Sanders, and Pelosi. But that's aside everything else. The real radical Ruth Ginsburg's legal record is what we are talking about today on the Savage Nation. That is what is important. To see her glorified like this, even by Fox News, where no one dares say she was a radical communist, which is what she was from the get-go. Study her background. Look, there's things I can say that I'm not saying. There's things that need to be said that are not being said. I decided only to talk about what she actually said and wrote about rather than what I really think about her. So look at her real track record. And even if you're a Democrat, don't sit there and tell me you agree with the stuff that she wrote about. I don't believe it for one minute. Not for one second do I believe it. All of her obsession with sex, like a Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth in a black robe. Every other thing was about sex and sexuality. Everything was about race. Why was she using race? Because race itself is objective. It tells us nothing about a person's character, nothing about a person's beliefs, nothing about a person's past behavior or history, nothing. So why do the liberals always use race as a calling card? Because they use it as a weapon. When Justice Roberts came up for a nomination... The liberals made a federal case out of his membership in the Federalist Society. Oh, my God. But Ruth Bader Ginsburg had been the general counsel for the American Civil Liberties Union, which litigates to bring about leftist and even radical goals. Litigates. She was an activist judge. She did not believe in interpreting the law, but in making the law, which is antithetical to law, antithetical to the Supreme Court in particular. She never was qualified to be on the Supreme Court owing to her prior activism in the ACLU. <clears throat> I will rest my case at this juncture because the show has come to a conclusion. If you missed any of my wit and wisdom today, it can be found on the Michael Savage podcast to hear this entire show from the beginning. Past shows, future shows. Just go to the Michael Savage podcast wherever great podcasts are found. If you have a copy of Our Fight for America, 
and you have read it, please share it with an undecided voter. It is a billboard that may save America at the end of the day. Thank you for listening. This is the Savage Nation. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.